for SEN America. This is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me in our post-Super Bowl wrap-up show is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. How are you, Richie? Very well, buddy. Today, we'll get over to the newsroom. We'll dive in deep and give a full Super Bowl review. And we'll, of course, finish up with the last Chris's betting corner of the season. James, it's our 35th podcast. Kind of a nice round number to finish up on. Let's get over to the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. Sean McCoy continues his outstanding season and off-season by getting into an altercation with three undercover police officers. James, how do you even manage to do that? I'm not really sure. He does not know how to manage himself in the off-season, clearly, and it's another terrible look for him and another terrible look for the Buffalo Bills, an extremely talented football player who had a great season on the field, but he just keeps letting himself down in the off-season. Yeah, if it's not what's coming out of his mouth making him sound idiotic, it's his actions. I mean... How hard is it just to, I don't know, not get into trouble? I think, and this, I think, was what was coming out of his mouth. I think he's had an argument with them, and he just seems like a guy that when he's challenged in any way, can't hold himself back and can't bite his tongue, which is a real problem, and hopefully he can get it sorted out. Otherwise, it could be, you know, it could put an early end to his career, as we're seeing with a guy like Johnny Manziel. Well, like all things these days, it was captured on video and TMZ have got it and put it up. So you can go check it out if you really want to have a look. But really, Nothing violent. It's just no, an th- argument. This guy just needs to stay at home yeah. and, and just stop talking. Yeah. It, just for a year. you know, f- Fix your rep up a little bit and get on with it. Because as you said, he's, he's played well. He had a good year. Player. He's a great football player. Yeah, it must be frustrating as a um, if you're a Buffalo fan. Just you, know, you don't need this. No. This stuff. You just don't need it. No. Marshall Lynch, during the third, last quarter of the Super Bowl, posted a picture to Instagram of a pair of boots hanging over a set of power lines. My first thought was this must be where the drug house is, but apparently it's his retirement announcement. Yeah, and could he be more selfish? And he was, he was caught afterwards basically saying that he'd been planning this for about a month. What a douchebag. <laughs> Seriously, Marshall. <laughs> Mate, he acts like he doesn't want all the attention, yet he goes to media day... And he says things like, I'm only here so I don't get fined over and over again. Does he understand if he just answered their questions, they would leave him alone? The reason that he they all made a big deal of him because they knew they were going to get something dumb out of him. And then he does this. He's just put a real tarnish on the end of a really good career, in my opinion. And I don't doubt his ability as a football player. I just think that the way he's handled himself the last couple of seasons, probably not not really good enough. Hall of Famer? Nah, just falls short, I think. I just don't think... I think his first three, two, three years in Buffalo where he did absolutely nothing have to stand for something. He had one of the best runs in NFL history as running backs ever had when he got to Seattle. But, you know, I guess he he wins a Super Bowl, but it was largely Russell Wilson that wins a Super Bowl. Maybe if, if he carries in that touchdown in the second one and they beat the Patriots, then you're talking it. But I just don't think... He, his numbers aren't there. He's not even close to... Any, I think he's even close to the top 20 in rushing yards. So, in my opinion, no. Like, Curtis Martin isn't even a Hall of Famer. I don't think Marshall Lynch should be. Marshall Lynch has gone for about a touch over 9,000 odd yards, yeah. I think, in his career. In Super Bowl seasons. champion, um, five Pro Bowls, first team All Pro. 
in 2012. What's his first two seasons? Have you got the stats there for that? Uh, do I have it year by year? When he was taken number six by Buffalo and he basically pissed his opportunity up against the wall and was lucky he got an opportunity with Seattle. I do. My life he's, is a toilet. He's, <laughs> <laughs> um, his first year in Buffalo in 2007, he played 13 games, had 1,000 yards, Rushing seven touchdowns, almost exactly the same in 2008. Once again, he had 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. In 2009, he had 13 games, only the 120 attempts for 450 yards and only two touchdowns. The following year was 2010 when he was traded to Seattle. Um, from when he was at Seattle, the stats are pretty similar. The only difference is the touchdowns went way up because yeah. they were a better team. 1,200 yards, 1,500 yards, 1,200 yards, 1,300 yards, and this year with injuries and all that sort of thing, he only had 400. And look, we can obviously all remember the play he had against the Saints when they made the playoffs with a losing record, and he basically carried the entire Saints defense Well, that's where the beast mode was really... That's where that name came from. It didn't exist in the early years. He's had some great plays in in his history, but I just don't think... I'm more of a longevity guy. I want to see a running back do it for 13, 14 years. He didn't really come on for two or three seasons until he got to Seattle and they were a much well, he, better team. He started his career with 2,000-yard seasons. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. How yeah. many seasons did he play total? Sorry, did you say? Nine. So he's, had a thousand, he's averaged 1,000 yards a season. It's pretty yep. solid. Yep, 1,000 yards a season, finished with 47 touchdowns rushing. And another 9,000. Oh, sorry. Another nine touchdowns received. I was going to say, if he's had 9,000 touchdowns receiving, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be pretty impressive. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Getting up to- <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Getting over to the story before we leave the newsroom. Johnny Manziel, his career is basically over. We haven't touched on this. This saga's been going for about three weeks. The Bills have come out and said, uh, sorry, the Browns have come out and said they'll cut him as soon as the league year allows. So their cap hit isn't as bad. He's had all sorts of dramas, punched his. Girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Who apparently still can't hear out of her ear. That's how hard he hit her. Yep. And then now a story has come out when he went into the concussion protocol in the last week of the year. He'd actually turned up drunk. Yeah. Um, Which everyone thought was odd that it was that he was concussed. No one knew when he got concussed. And then apparently that was the weekend where he turned up in Vegas with the disguise on and all this stuff. Do the Browns get in trouble for hiding that, in your opinion? For putting him in the concussion protocol yeah. when he didn't have one? I Absolutely think Absolutely they should. I think that's bullcrap. Yeah, you, you shouldn't... Especially if you're the Browns. How much more can your organization get in the toilet? Just tell the truth. Yeah, you can't mess with that sort of stuff. It's a really sad story. Incredible waste of talent. And you know what? He'll, you know what? Johnny will be fine because he's a little rich boy. His daddy will put him back on the trust fund and Well, his dad's come fine. out and said if he doesn't get help, he won't see his 24th birthday. Nah, well, he'll, he'll live rich till then. As Tyson Burgess once told me, I'd prefer to live three years more loose than call it quits. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> That's what he told me. So. Real quick, I heard I heard a um, NFL commentator during the week ask a pretty genuine question, saying, "Could Johnny Manziel have CTE? Like, is he that? Yeah, you know, are these decisions? Didn't he play two years of college football? No, he, he played more than two that. Years. Only but, started, yeah, he started for two. Years. It's Although playing for the Browns for one season, yeah, it could, you could have it. It does pose an interesting question because it was found in a college kid who'd only played a couple of years as a starter and he'd killed himself. So it's just it was just an interesting question that had been posed. It's or actually, yeah, is he not, just a complete knucklehead? Well, I, th- I think he's a complete idiot. 
because it's just he's proven it over time. He was an idiot when he got to college. It's not a new thing. So yeah, I think he's just an idiot. I will just last thing we'll just touch on Rich. Pretty pretty recent news that um, Riley Cooper, the racist wide receiver from the Philadelphia Eagles, has been cut. Oh, so is Sean McCoy going to think they're racist still now? I don't know. Well, but the, he's, the, he's main cul- the main culprit's gone. Yeah. That's the end of the newsroom. Coming up next is will be our Super Bowl review. So the game started with Lady Gaga singing the national anthem... Pay the man, and then the game got underway. Denver received the opening kickoff, pretty much drove down the field. Peyton looked, looked really good, good. Looked hit sharp. on his first couple of um, passes. They got into field goal range but had to settle, kicked the field goal, and opened up with that um, 3 nothing start. Yeah, and, and I think me and you obviously watched this together, and so did our main man, Chris. Feel free to jump in at any point if you want, mate, other than dumb little things over the over the radio. Oh, shut up, Chris. That's why I don't. <laughs> as soon as I talk. I tell you to shut up. That's yeah. fair. Anyway, we all watched it together, and we kind of thought as soon as it came out, I think we instantly got the itch that this isn't going to be a blowout because Denver looked ready to go, and Panthers just didn't. Now, in saying that, the defense, I thought the Panthers' defense played pretty well, but we get to the next drive. They swap three and outs, and then the Panthers get the ball Throw it over the middle to Derrico, Jericho Cottery, who looks like he catches the ball. It's called an incomplete pass on the field. Ron Rivera uh, challenges it, and it's it's upheld. We both thought it was a catch. It looked like a catch to me. Um, as soon as we saw it, you know, they're showing the replays, things like that. The rules are always designed, like so all review ref. rules. And there, it wasn't... It's designed d- to make the refs look right. It? There's but no it looked like disputable evidence. I didn't see it hit the ground. Evidence. In all those replays, I never saw it hit the ground. But I think the problem was, from what I've looked at it after the game, because it was, it was an emotional day for us, and you know we weren't quite always concentrating on the game. So when I re-watched it at home, there's a spot where, as he's rolling, you can't see the ball. So he just presumed the umpire well, saw I think, it right? I think that's what the ref, because you couldn't get the camera angled where the ball was, and the ref was at, on sight of that. Well, poor and old. And that's what the ref was saying, that it came out as he rolled. So, and that's what, and, and they talk, the guy who's looking at the, the, the review will talk to the head ref, who'll go, our ref saw it come out as he rolled. And the guy in the video will go, well, I can't see that, so we have to go with the ref. And that, that's the rule, and that's what it is. Just quietly, CBS's coverage was crap. The Phil umpires Sims. were terrible. Phil Sims oh, sorry. Gymnast. Phil Sims gymnasts. They, they are the so bad. Yeah, hate them. Get some more HD cameras. I can't believe there was only like four angles of that. Yeah. It's the Someone Super Bowl. in the stands would have had a view of that camera from yeah. there. From and just their quietly. Jericho, caught, he cost them huge. That was he a had simple catch. Later. And he double clutched that. Yep. He should have got it clean. Newton made a great pass. And against a good defense like Denver, you don't have time to double clutch balls. No. That's the bottom line. Now, the next play, this is why this is so important. You're yep. probably thinking, why Why are we discussing this? The very next play, Von Miller, who I don't mind saying when I'm right, I'm right, <laughs> rips past Michael Remmers and Smoked basically him. rips the ball. Cam Newton doesn't even have time. He's not even on his blind side. He doesn't even have time to see him. He rips the ball out of his hands, and Malik Jackson and Demarcus Ware was close. And God, I was hoping he got it, but Malik Jackson, a good Tennessee boy, who we discussed the last few weeks, him and Wolf for a bit of unsung heroes, gets the touchdown. The guy up ten zip, and really, that was the play of the game. Although it was early, 
It was such a big momentum kill. Yeah, what it killed most was people's first touchdown scorer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anyone had any other player, it paid, but that was it. Any other player doesn't pay enough. That's a problem. Yeah, it was only six bucks. Yeah. Um, it, it was a momentum changer completely to the, it put a, a total different face on the entire game. You saw Peyton Manning's reaction. He knew how big a play it was. Oh, and, you know, we'll get to reactions of other Mannings later, but we saw Peyton's reaction who, I just want to say now, this is a guy who didn't have a great game, but man, he carries himself like a true champion. And I'm not going to hear anyone saying he didn't deserve it and all this crap. Nah, it's biggest load he, of rubbish. There were 10 years in Indianapolis where he carried that team to the playoffs every year. With no defense. With nothing. No running game, no defense, and someone let him down. This makes up for all those years where he should have won another one. If he, just really quickly, if he had a defense like that in Indianapolis, he would have won, won, won six in a row. They, they, they wouldn't have given him. They would have given him two a year just out of respect. <laughs> he was that good. Um, um, after that, pretty much it went backwards and forwards. Teams were just going three and Denver's out. Denver's offense were awful. They yep. could not get the running game going. And in saying that, neither could Carolina until basically they just started telling Cam Newton scramble. Well, they, what, what I thought they did really well, they ran a genuine triple option. The, the fake dive to Tolbert, yep. a few steps from Newton, he pitched it out. I thought that was a really quite creative play. And they never oh, did it again. They never did it again. They didn't run any quarterback power. They didn't run any quarterback keepers, which they always they ran run. One, they won one draw. They ran one quarterback And it worked pretty draw. well, if I he remember. He got six, seven yards exactly. off it. Exactly. I don't understand. But basically what they did is Von Miller was gassed at this point, and they moved Derek Wolf to tackle. Cam Newton is as smart a guy as he is. He just took he just took advantage of that, knowing that Derek Wolf couldn't keep up with him. He just started running around. It was like it was like a game of Madden for the, yeah. for four or five plays. He just ran around and got a first down, and either dumped it off to receivers. Yeah. So early in the second quarter, Jonathan Stewart capped off that drive. Nice leaping touchdown. Real good leaping every, touchdown. Every layman at the Hawthorne thought it was the best thing they'd ever seen in the history of the <laughs> NFL. But just calm down. But yeah, it was a great touchdown. And then we thought, okay, it's game on now. This is a good. This is a good football game. Absolutely, but once again, uh, the, the team's offense has continued to struggle. They basically traded Terrible. three and outs, backwards and forwards, until the Panthers gave up, which ended up turning out to be a, a Super Bowl record, a 61-yard punt return. Did that surprise you? In one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, the kill men stopped. just stopped and let him go. Like, he I... caught a fair catch. He never did. It also it was sh- ballsy by him. Well, it also should have been a flag. In four of them. You know one of the guys hit him. Yep. He sh- he, uh, here's the reason why I reckon he caught it. He figured, I'm going to get the interference penalty here because yeah. they've got too close to me. Now, that penalty didn't come down. It should have because it gets tacked on the end of that yeah. uh, return. Either way, Norwood looked fantastic. Pretty bad, miss, pretty bad miss there for the Denver team, Carolina fans, just in case you're wondering. So they missed that for Denver. What the Killmen were doing, I just I just, I don't, no I just think idea. they assumed... He would have There's called no for way this guy is this ballsy to catch it in yep. between us. And then they just stopped. And then he just, he just, you know what? Power to him. He took his chance at Super Bowl. Yep. He probably thought, you know what? We're, maybe his coach said to him, we're going to lose this game if we don't get something going off not to do with offense. And he did it. Um, 61 yard return. They stall. Hit fourth down. Manning again struggling, but wasn't turning it over. And that was the main thing. Kick a field goal, and they're up 13-7. I think the thing you missed out on there, that drive could have kept going. They went for it on the fourth down. And a holding, and, and they holding got it. brought it back. It was a good call by their defense, oh, sorry, by the offensive coordinator. I thought that was, it was all the things that Ron Rivera didn't do. 
He and didn't take a single chance in this and game and cost that, him. CJ Anderson had a sneaky good game. He had 23 carries for 90 yards, but he had three or four carries, including a touchdown later, that he just ran tough. And on that fourth down, he ran tough. He ran over Kukli and Thomas Davis on that play, which is, I don't think anyone in this room could do it. They're absolutely incredible football players. But here's, here's what happens. They get the ball back. Um, Mike Tolbert fumbles. Yep. Next drive, and that's a common trait for the deal of the day. He either forced them or fumbled them. Um, they get the ball in the Denver 40, Denver do, and they instantly run a 34-yard run by CJ Anderson, gets them into field goal range, and me and you were both thinking, if they score a touchdown here, this game could be over. It could be 20. It could have been a dagger. Yeah, it could have been it. Manning throws the worst interception I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. Richard cashed in on his prop bet. <laughs> it was terrible. It was bad. And the dumb thing was... Do you think was, he just didn't he, see him? Or do you think he could beat him? Because it was a one-handed... It was a yeah, great it was a great pick. I think he thought... I think he wanted to put more on it. And what I also think is, Manuel Sanders, if he just kept running... So he gets in Manuel Sanders' way and then takes Emmanuel Sanders... Sorry. Coney gets in Sanders' way and it takes time for Sanders to get past him. And then he stops. So I think Manning's going to lob it and then realizes he stops and then changes the throw and drops it a bit short, and that's what happens. Either way, he should have just eaten it and they kick a field goal. But I saw the intention, and it was a great play. He probably thought, who's this big defensive end? He's going to make a play on anything. He made a, it was a uh, screamer it was interception. I'll just say, one, while we're talking about it, you'll hear Coney Ealy later in every basically every quarter. He had three sacks and an interception, which is nothing that's never happened before. Two sacks and interceptions never happened before. So outstanding game by him. A lot of hope there for the future. That, that really saved... I'm not saved the Panthers bacon, but they would not want to. Well, well considering would, they would have gone at half time. Considering what we know now, they only scored ten points. They go down twenty seven, twenty to seven at half time. It's over. Yeah, could have been over. Now speaking of half time, we did get into the half time performance. It was all right. What did you think of it, mate? Did you enjoy? Oh, it? I thought Bruno Mars, Coldplay surprised back me again. I thought he was a bit of fun, and I will say one thing: he's got a good voice, Chris Martin. He does, and he, that's why they're very successful. Sometimes it sounds really crap when they're in that live stadium. But the feed was really good. Beyonce came out and did whatever she stole did. The sh- stole the show. Oh, did she? I stopped paying attention to that bit. I thought Bruno Mars was pretty cool. He's a pretty sharp character. I didn't even know who he was. You know Bruno he Mars came on, I had no idea who it was. That's weird. You're a weird guy, Chris. Yeah, it is weird, I don't think Chris. I've ever seen him in my life. Yeah. Either way, at this point, I think I was just trying to get my excitement down for the second half because I just love football so much. See what I did at halftime. I got one of the Hawthorne Hotel's Southern-style chicken burgers. Bloody fantastic. Sustained me the rest of the way through. I didn't eat because eating's cheating. Well, you know what I did? At, uh, at halftime, I went to get some uh, chicken wings. They had run out of chicken yeah. wings at quite I actually, time of a Super Bowl party. I actually got the over-under. I said 12.30 was the over-under. I, I took the under. That's, I think they set the price at a bit too bit too Reasonable. cheap. Because... Buy People got after them. There were plates of You can't host a Super Bowl out. party and run out of chicken wings. wings at quarter time. Do you, do you want to hear something worse? Is this Corey McKernan's Corey party? Corey McKernan's party down at the uh, dock, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, CM events. They ran out of cores <gasps> four minutes into the first quarter. No. So yeah. then they started and doing... And that, like, that was their promotional beer. Yeah. So they started doing something with um, Draft. Carlton Draft. They ran out of that at halftime. <laughs> and then they switched to a James Bogue something... But a lot of these, way, people a lot, were, a lot people of these places mad. know how many people are going to be there. I don't think there was more people than I don't think, were expecting. I don't, I don't think, think Australians understand, businesses understand how big Super Bowl is. 
It, it is. It's it's a grand final day for people who love the NFL. I know, but sure, they were expecting just as many people. I think as the they big got. thing they were expecting more of a spread of the things on the menu because there's lots of good stuff on the menu. It was a good menu, but everyone made a run. I saw plates of wing. They were a dollar a wing. I they saw some like plates come out. There were like thirty five wings on a plate. Yeah. Either way, we. I think we wasn't happy. I think we got. I had to get McDonald's on the way home. You McDonald's. I had to get McDonald's. I love McDonald's. I love Ronnie's. Yeah. The reason we are. I tell you, McDonald's. You you want to sponsor a podcast and get a real get plenty of leg. This is the one to get on. You don't even have to give me free food. I put enough into your business to guarantee a little (laughs) bit back. By the way, have you seen what they're doing in America at the moment with the amount of nuggets you can get for like a a dollar? It's like ten nuggets for a dollar or something stupid like that. KFC doing twenty four for ten at the moment. When I went to the states, guys, 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 I I I don't want to be this guy, but how did we get to this? Wait, wait, just really quick. Just really quick, when well, I went to the States in 2011 or 12, I can't remember, you could buy 50 nuggets for 10 bucks. 50 for 10. There's not much chicken in there. Really <laughs> it doesn't matter. So sawdust. much, so much sawdust. sawdust. It tastes so good. Either way, third quarter came along. I'm hungry. Panthers actually started really well. Got the drive going. Ted Ginn um, broke off a, a pretty big play. 45 yards he got. But penalties and another Bad drop by Cotri. He- on, on on that drop, he had Von Miller covering him. It just worked out that way. They just it was a good play call, and Von Miller could not go with him. Obviously, he's a receiver and a defensive end, or an outside linebacker, same thing. Um, and then he just dropped it. If he'd caught that, he's going thirty yards more. That he could oh. potentially score at least. If but, not, they're, they're in the twenty. But then the ultimate kick in the balls comes on the missed field goal, kicking off the upright. Which I wish I'd taken that prop. I saw it there too. But these are the sorts of things that you just said, and I said it to you, when that missed... Starts to just eat. I said, this is this is it. This is where it's eating away at them, where you get frustrated that things aren't working for you. You've got drop passes. You've got a stupid strip sack, which was the first touchdown. These things start eating at you at this point, and you start to think, we're not going to win. And if you were Denver at that point... You're thinking we got you it. think, we're going to win this. This yep. is all... Everything's going right for us. Yeah, and it's... People will call it lucky... And we've been called lucky before, Richard. We know that. We have. But you know what? Sometimes you need to get luck. It doesn't always work out. Like, have the Panthers not been lucky the last few weeks? Oh, look, some things went their way. But here's what I'm talking about. Shortly after that, Manning completed a couple of good passes. They had a good drive and it stalled. They put a good drive together. It stalled, but all their drives stalled. It stalled because of Luke Cookley and Thomas Davis. And we'll get Thomas Davis later. What a tough dude. Yeah. But yeah, it stalled because of them. But they got in a field goal range again and slotted in another one, taking a 16-7 to lead. And that's when you started to think, you know, this is all starting to go wrong for Carolina. Running game, field goal. Yep, you're right. I, w- I was in the wrong bit. So, yeah, so they get, they get the ball back. And this, in my opinion, is the play. Were well, you just thinking about McDonald's? Is that what you were doing? It was my problem. Yeah, I'm just so hungry How good now. was the dead air, though? Everyone yeah. would have looked at their pod thing in his ear. Is this broken? Everyone just realized I was looking at Richie and we were having a telepathic conversation <laughs> with each other. Yeah. And he was saying, you're an idiot. I'm right. Turns out <laughs> he was. Um, anyway, excuse me. They get, Cam Newton gets the ball back, hits a 42-yard pass to Corey Brown on second down. Looking good. They're in Denver Territory. But Newton overthrows Ted Ginn and is subsequently picked off by TJ Ward. Now, I got the cha-ching noise there because that technically hit Ted Ginn's hands one drop. Oh, I got that too. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I got that in real life betting. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> not, not on here. Yeah. So, yeah. Where so, it matters. Uh, did did what he that actually mean? drop? I didn't say that up close. He dropped that. When you show the, the replay, 
Perfect, exactly what you want. The diamond shape just, just misses his head straight through. Okay, straight now this is where the play gets crazy. TJ Ward can't get up off the ground. He's he so he picks us off with no one within fifteen yards of him. You'd say, and he can't get off. Yeah, the he ground. just kept falling over. <laughs> I think he was just so excited he couldn't get up and start running. Because <laughs> so they were they were in range. Oh, he could have he could have if he got up straight away, all of them were behind him. So he could yeah. have made something happen. So he gets up. Mike Tolbert, who has fumbled already in the game, comes past, forces the fumble, and it's bouncing around. But again, it might roll Denver's way a little bit. Danny Trevathan well, it was rolling back towards the end zone. I if know. a Carolina player had scooped it, who knows? But Danny Trevathan, um, unlike Cam Newton trying to recover fumbles, he wanted it more, and he dove on it, and he got it. And I think, in my mind, late in the third quarter, that's when the game kind of shifted. And I thought Denver are going to win this. Real here, going to. We thought, yeah, it's going their way. But after you throw a pick, then get a fumble, and then and when when balls are fumbled, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, it's fifty fifty chance who's going to get it. When that happened, I thought, okay, this is this is Denver's game to lose now. Um, Denver have a good run on first down, but Coney Ealy steps up and sacks Peyton Manning. Um, Panthers get the ball back. They're looking good, but again, Von Miller. And Derek Wolf, who an unsung hero yeah, for the day he, again. Oh, the whole playoffs. They're, you know, every one of their defensive linemen, sorry, other than DeMarcus Ware, they've also got Shane Ray, who's a one first round pick. Yep. Coming in next year. They've got four defensive linemen under 25 if they can re sign Malik Jackson, who are absolute superstars. Uh, and then a huge sack, which ends the drive on, on, on third and eight. They end, up, they end up punting it back, and the fourth quarter comes on. And again, Coney Ealy. Strikes, sacking Manning, stripping it, and recovering it, and the Panthers have the ball at midfield. So right now the score is sixteen seven. Is that right? Yeah, sixteen yep. seven. And we're thinking, all right, Carolina punch a kick a field goal or score a touchdown here. They are they're in business. Yeah. Well, I was starting. To, I, I said to you at this time, I'm like, Carolina opposed to do a Carolina, not play particularly well for three quarters. Dominate the fourth quarter and win. Yep, I remember. Now, Devin Funchess took the catch of the day, in my opinion. When he caught that, we both started having the conversation, how good are they going to be when they get... Um, I'm blanking Calvin on now. Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin. Chris. Wow, Chris. Yep. Stark, you heard us talking before. 30, good, I like that. 35 podcasts. And he That's, got a name. That is sensational, Actually, mate. good for you. I've got, got a tear in my arm. Proud of you. Good for yep, you, mate. Proud of you. Anyway, he took the catch of the day for 16 yards, but unfortunately, our man, the blind side, Michael Orr, on third and four, false starts, and that just puts Denver into their third and long situation, which was unstoppable all day. They force an incompletion, basically, because DeMarcus Ware is hanging off the back of Cam Newton, and they kick a field goal. However, it's now 16-10. They are a touchdown from winning this game. So out of all the bad things that have happened, you're sitting there thinking... They could pinch this. They can they can win this game, and they haven't been the better team, but they are the better team, but they haven't been today. They could win this game. Well, right after it, Manning nearly knifed his own team. That, that could have been the play of the game by Norman. Been... And he should have picked it off. It was a hard catch, but do you, uh, do you want to know who would, have caught, who would have picked that off? I'm going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Richard Sherman. I'm, yeah, I'm telling fair. you, from what I've seen Richard Sherman do in the past, he would have got that because he can feel the moment. So, and you know, Josh Norman's a young guy and he played outstanding for the game. So I won't pick on him. He had a really good day, but that could have been, they would have got the ball at their own 30. Sorry. He would have had the ball at their own thirty running. Yeah, hitting it. Who full knows speed. what would have happened? Yeah. So it was that, that was pretty exciting. 
Um, Look, it, it was a bit then sort of three and out-ish for yeah, both teams. Yeah, it went back and forth. Luke Kuechly just kept making tackles. and He was so good. Even when he wasn't making tackles, running backs were trying to run away from him and other guys were getting him. He played outstanding. There was just a lack of running game. And then on, on third and nine, a couple of drives later, this is when the game, this is the nail in the coffin. Cam Newton is sacked again by Von Miller, who strips him. Again. And again, and this is the moment. TJ Ward eventually recovers the ball on the four-yard line. So, But the real story is Cam Newton pulled out. Yep, 100%. I called it live. I was screaming. Everyone else was screaming. They got the ball, and I said, watch this replay. Watch Cam Newton. He pusses on it. I'm sorry. He, he's, that was the, one of the weakest things I've seen. He defended himself today as well, did you hear that? Yeah, oh yeah, he always. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, we'll get to him defending himself later. Uh, but he, it, it was, it looked bad. It looked, it, looked, really it looked slightly worse than when Eli Manning was captured in the box. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought I thought it was pretty bad. What was your thoughts? My main thought was about two plays after that when he was running away again and nearly took the sack, and I nearly got my prop bet sack to pay off. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's pretty easy to see where Richie's loyalties lie Super Bowl day. It's on his money. It's in his pocket. <laughs> Look, it's in his pocket. Either when, way. When I saw the replays, I went, Yep, that you heard, really bad. You I heard he's going to get crushed for that. Have you heard his explanation? Yeah, I've heard it. So people have said, oh, he was, he thought, a lot of guys have said he thought Ware, who was who was being held and was trying to grab it with one arm, people saying, oh, he thought Ware was going to hit it, so he was waiting for Ware to slap it and then he could react. His thing was, I saw the bodies and I thought if I dive on this, my leg could get caught up under someone and get hurt. So he basically, in trying to defend himself, said what what everyone thought was the case. Look, they can spin it however they want. I saw it. He jumped backwards from it. He didn't want it. He didn't want it. And you know what? At this point, are they going to win? Yeah, maybe. It's a touchdown game. Big play. It's one possession. Exactly. One so, possession. after two bad runs, they've got the ball on the four-yard line. I think CJ uh, sorry, CJ Anderson loses two yards, then gains two yards on a couple of runs. And then every Panthers fan will tell me that it was a bad PI call on Josh Norman. I saw there was a lot of holding, and yeah, it was all day there was, but in that moment, in that bigger play, Demirius Thomas got open and was slowed down because of the holding. It was going to be a touchdown if he didn't. So it affected the play. It was a one-on-one thing. It was Josh Norman. I thought it was holding. I don't know. What, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, look, when I saw the replay, you you can complain and say, uh, it was a big spot, you don't throw but, it there or whatever, but it, it's holding. At this point... It's holding. Let, let's say it's not holding and Denver kick a field goal. They're going to win anyway. Yeah. Panthers aren't scoring twice at the, this point. The game was lost on the previous as long drive. As, they, as long as they get some points on this drive, the game's over. Yeah, because it makes a two-position Exactly, game. and, the, and that, that's the bottom line. You can whinge and say the refs cost you all you want. They didn't, because what cost you was not getting that fumble back or fumbling in the first place. So... Um, then Manning hits the two-point conversion, makes it 24-10. This is what really surprised me. After DeMarcus Ware almost gets us our safety, because we both had the God, safety. it was close. It was so close. I was hoping they'd give it intentional grounding and go and get the safety anyway. But with, with two and a half minutes left, down two scores, Carolina punted it back. I think they just said, it, we're done. Well, they completely quit. I know it was going to be... But wouldn't you have a crack at it? Would it have been 4th and 24? 4th and 24 from your own 4 or something. Well... Did you, you see Aaron Rodgers the other week? Yeah. You can't win it by punting. That's for sure. Uh, I just so thought... I, I would have thrown a bomb. I, what happens? They kick another one? The, the spread was already covered. Who gives us stuff? Do you know what it reminds me of? The real sawny kid that you're beating at sport at school 
that cracks it before the game can end and leaves. Who owns the equipment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be like, no, you're not using my cricket bat. See ya. Basically, it reminds me of Richie. That would have been <laughs> Richie stuck. growing up. Either way, that's what it reminded me of. They sealed up. All of a sudden, Cam's got his sook face on. He's got his hood on on the sideline. Basically, Denver run the ball a couple of times. They get it back and throw a couple of deep balls, but the game's over. It ends. Then we get into, in my opinion, the most entertaining part of the day is the post game. Now, the most entertaining part of the day was when the orange Gatorade flowed. <laughs> Thanks, mate. You can go on now. He was pretty happy with himself. And I thought, rightfully, um, I will give a special shout-out to TJ Ward, who played outstanding as well. But MVP went to Von Miller, who had two and a half sacks, six tackles, and two forced fumbles that led to one directly to touchdown. And one was the, was at the end when they scored. Like, all they needed was the ball back, basically. Yeah. So I, I thought he, defensively, the defensive backs played really well. They pressed hard at the line of scrimmage. The same thing they did to the Patriots. But the fact that they were getting there so quick allowed them to do that. He's a free agent, and he's about to be the most highly played, high-paid defensive player ever. Yep. No doubt about it. Absolutely. And look, there are other players on the defensive side that were outstanding. But Derek I Wolf, I think, was an unsung hero. Agree, but I think there is where Von Miller got it was, as you just pointed out then, there were the two key moments. Those two sacks came when they absolutely had to have Early them. score, get them an early lead. Like, realistically, if they don't score again after Von Miller's touchdown, we're going into overtime. The Panthers yeah. only made... Now, that's obviously a beautiful thing to look at, but he basically got them the points they needed to win the game. No doubt about it. He was outstanding. A few more things we'll touch on from the post game. Josh Norman, I thought, very emotional moment. He just broke down on the sideline, and I felt bad for him yep. for about two minutes until the cameras got on him and a microphone got in front of him, and he blamed the ref, saying it's hard to play two teams. Josh, thanks for making me like you for 20 seconds and then ruining it. Good on yeah. you, mate. It's, it's, it's the ugliest look. I was going to say, it's not hard to be humble, but clearly it is. Just watch Peyton Manning. Watch Tom Brady. Watch Aaron Rodgers. You reckon Tom Brady wasn't mad when they lost to Denver last week? But no, he got up on stage. He said Denver played outstanding today and they deserve it. Good luck to them in the Super Bowl. Copped it on the chin. It's easy when you got four Super Bowl rings at home. Oh, but you know what? Cam Newton's 25. He'll be back if he, if he, if he's as good as he says he is, he'll be back. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. I want to discuss, and we mentioned it earlier, Thomas Davis tweeting out the picture of his arm. What wow. a machine. Can anyone who, who hasn't seen it, just Google Thomas Davis broken arm. It, he's, oh, unless you're eating. If you have a McDonald's at the moment, <laughs> oh, yeah. do not have a look at it. Yeah. Don't stop eating. It's not gory, but basically it's his entire forearm, which was opened for surgery two weeks ago. Sticky taped together and, and stitched, stitched back up. with the thickest stitches I've ever seen, which he yep. played with with an arm bar. I thought... And it was done so it wouldn't split. They're actually now going to take all those stitches back it. out and redo it. So it doesn't scar It was basically like done so it wouldn't so it, yeah, so it wouldn't couldn't open. split yeah. in a tackle, yeah. So I thought that was real. And he played a really good game. Um, so uh, they're, they're the guys you feel bad for, him, Luke Cookley. And then I have to get to how Peyton Manning handles himself. Everyone's trying to make it about him, except for him. Yeah. He really is just... Everything he said, he goes, the defense were outstanding, have been all year. They carried us, I think was one of his quotes. Yeah. He broke the NFL record for his 200th win. That was so cool. I thought that well, was really cool. remember when cool. we saw that at the start of the day and we didn't know? We said, he's going to win. Yeah. The story is too great. It's destiny. This, this just has to happen. So he, he overtook um, Brett Favre for his 200th win. They would be, they've been tied. So pretty impressive, I thought. Um 
John Alway, there's been a joke. When John Alway won, he got up and the the coach got up and said, this one's for John. The owner. The owner said it. Exactly. Because John had a terrible Super Bowl. You remember, it was worse than Peyton Manning's game today when they won it. So he got up there and yelled out, this one's for Pat, holding the trophy, and referring to Pat Poland, who is the owner, who actually couldn't attend the game because he's fighting Alzheimer's disease. And I thought it was a pretty nice moment. I thought it was really cool. Look, at first when I saw um, Pat Boland's wife there, I was like, who's this and, and what's she doing there? I had no idea Pat Boland was fighting no did, Alzheimer's. No. and it's Because it's not about him. Yeah, and it's it's a horrible, horrible disease. And, and he's put his trust in John Elway the last few years. He, he stepped down a year ago. He's clearly from, been basically running the team. So he basically put in Elway. Exactly. And Elway has done an outstanding job and well-deserved by him. We discussed that in one of the storylines last week, the team he's put together. Um, so that was a really sad moment. And then it went over to a really moronic moment <laughs> where Cam Newton storms out of the press conference. Now, at this point, we don't know why. I don't know if he stormed out. He said, I'm done. He, and he got up and walked out. up. A storm. You know what? I was amazed. I've never watched te- footage of Cam Newton for 20 seconds and not seen his teeth. It went for about 15 minutes without him smiling. He he didn't handle himself well, and then that's he, for sure. And then the worst part is he defends it the next day. And he someone said, you know, you're a sore loser. And he said, if you're a sore loser, you're just a loser. No, there's such thing as being humble, Cam. Watch again. Peyton Manning... Eli Manning even. I didn't mean to say hello, but he does it too. Tony Romo, t- Tom Brady, all the quarterbacks. Even Russell Wilson. He's actually Russell really Wilson good at it. Outst- I can't stand him in press conferences. Oh, no. He's a bit of a God thing. He's a bit of a God thing. No, but, but even when he loses, he just, he's just so good at it. He can give you... Yeah. He lost the game for them in the last Super Bowl. Yeah. That was a terrible pick. And he just went in and owned it. Yep. Yeah, now, that being chin. said, I, I did hear Trent Dilfer say something that was really quite good about Cam Newton in that. It's like, well, what did you expect him to say? He's going, well, my receiver's dropped four key uh, passes. My fullback, fumbled, my, fum- my fullback fumbled two. My O-line got its ass handed to it, which it did. Oh, mate, you're playing in a Super Bowl. If you, you could- can't lift it, if you need that much around you, this is the guy that's just been named the MVP of the league. Yeah. The other thing, this isn't new. No, he's always been he's like always this. He's always been a sook. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised if new. he just... Out of you know old habits dying hard, he'll go steal a laptop tonight. You know, like he'll just do it. What drives me the most nuts is people were were acting like this is new. No, it's he's just always not. been he's like always this. been a sook. I said he's a sore loser, and then when he defended it, he's really tarnished his image. Because if you're going to be the fun, exactly, we've discussed this. If you're going to be the fun team that that dance on the sideline and dab on people and take photos and take photos before games are over, then do you know what? You better win. It's e- if you don't win, it's easy to hate you. That's what I was going to say. It's exactly. so easy to hate them for everybody else. You, you By having your actions like that, you make it so easy. And look, I'm not going to get stuck in them. I just, because I don't care. No. But it was kind of, it felt they, like they make like it, justice. Yeah, they make it really easy to dislike them. In saying that, what Cam Newton did this year with not a lot, I thought their own line was average. Their interior line, Ryan Khalil and, and Trey Turner, they're good linemen. Their tackles are not great. Michael no, Law's a, a, a washed-up guy. Michael Remmers is a, is a young guy. Basically, I, I I thought they did really well getting there, and Cam had a great season. No receivers. They'll get Calvin Benjamin back next year. They'll have a chance to improve that O-line. They're not going anywhere. So, Panthers fans, yeah, they can I know be good it feels for like we're, we're ragging on you a bit, but it's only because... If you're going to be a team like this, when you lose, you're going to get ragged on. And you know what? Sometimes when you win, you will too. 
But you'll be back there. Don't worry. You've got Cam Newton, who could be a game changer at quarterback yeah. for the next 10 years. And if he, if he fixes up his losing persona, he can be the face of the league for the next 10 years. Exactly. And that's what be. someone said. I think it was Bill Simmons I was listening to today said that, that he just... He could have been the face of the league from tomorrow yeah. if he'd handled himself. The way he did it, do you know he'll be the face of the league? Russell Wilson. Or, or, or Peyton Manning. I won't be Peyton Manning. He'll be but, retired. That's the thing. He's got more of a chance than Cam Newton now because yeah. he's the most humble guy going around. I want to touch on Tlaib. He had the best post game. He was just, you know what, thoroughly enjoying himself. Has and he got two rings now? Did he get no, one? No, he, he left the Patriots oh, and then the they won the next one. year. Oh, okay. So basically, he is just carrying on. This was his quote. It was all good. BS flags. If anyone doesn't know what that is, it's bullshit. Sorry, Chris. One of them was on our sideline. The guy was talking on our sideline. That was when he took his helmet off, which is a pretty basic yeah. rule. You can't do that. One I just did on purpose. You know I had to show him to leave said. It's probably going to be fined. I'm probably going to be fined. But hey, we're world champs. That face mask was pretty was horrendous. Bad. But you know what? At least he owned it. At least he said, yeah, I did it. And at least this guy's carrying on now after they won the Super Bowl. Have you heard boo from him for the past seven, uh, 18 weeks? Nah. No, because he's been focusing on football. TJ Ward gets up and says, you know, he had a terrific game and probably was second in MVP, in my opinion. Criticized the Panthers for their pregame trash talk. Had a great line saying, they wanted to be famous, we wanted to be champions. And although it's probably not fair... That's the way you're going to be perceived if you carry on like this. It's that simple. Yeah. Now, your best mate, Demarcus Ware, had some really cool things to say as well. And and your your carry on at the Hawthorne he, with him. Richard, you incredible. know he's my favourite player of all time. Yes, he him is. Him and Terrence Newman, ex-Cowboys, both still playing the league. I have I have three Demarcus Ware jerseys, a Pro Bowl, a home and an away. I'm a loser. <laughs> I love Demarcus Ware. Okay? So when, when he left- Mark that for next week. When he left, I understood why they had to, why he had to leave the way he handled himself then. And then today, he delivers a posting speech thanking Denver for giving him the chance, all that hoping, you know, saying, I'm glad I, I could pay it back. He's a surefire Hall of Famer. But then he says, someone obviously is going to ask him about the Cowboys. And he said, I wish I could have won it with Tony Romo and the Cowboys, but unfortunately, it just didn't pan out that way. So he's still giving credit to guys that he owes no loyalty to. He's just a terrific guy. And I said, in my mind, it just... Further cemented how good a guy he is. I can't wait to see him going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's coming back next year. He said he's still got gas in the tank. And the way they played him this year, the way they used sparingly him. in the regular season, and then come playoffs, you're good to go. You're going to be rushing every down. Yeah. And we saw what he did to Michael Law, the Patriots. He destroyed him. He's been. A, he's had a great playoff run. I want to have Peyton Manning as the last thing. So before we get to him, I just want to really touch on the coaches. I thought Carolina's coaches were completely outcoached in the game. Bum, son of bum, Wade Phillips. Yeah. I, 40 I thought, years of coaching. I thought he was great, but Riverboat Ron did nothing riverboaty. He didn't even. He couldn't even get the he balls to riverboat when the game was over at the end and take yeah. a chance. I, I thought they completely outplayed their offensive coordinator. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know who it Shula. is, Carolina fans. Shula. Shula. I thought he had a shocker. There was zero creativity. Your best player is Cam. Do you know what Didn't they thought? go to him. Do you know what they thought? They thought they were going to come in and beat and just them. Win. They'd beaten everyone else. Yeah. Denver were on a different sort of run. It's a 85 Bears. It's a 2000 Ravens. When defenses get hot. Seattle, three years ago, 
when defenses get hot like this, yeah, Tampa, a prime example. When defenses get hot like this, you have to respect it. They're a big part of the game, and there's the old term that defense wins championships. The last well, few the great years stat, have proven that. Well, the great stat is in the last 12, the better defensive team has won 10 of them. Remember we discussed during the week, last time Denver played, they were the number one offense and settled with number one defense, and they got destroyed? Yeah. The only difference in this game is that Denver didn't have Russell Wilson running around with Marshall Lynch. Making plays. That yeah. was the only difference. They would have won this 48-10 as well if they'd had a, a better offense. That's the bottom line. He's expected to retire. He hasn't announced it because he's a quality guy. He'll go home, have a good think about it. But Denver have not stated directly, but hinted towards that they're going to Brock Osweiler next year. Well, they've got to get him signed first. He's a free agent. Oh, they'll get him back. They'll tag him if they have to. They'll, they'll, they'll make sure he's back. They'll probably Might draft a guy to compete. Miller. Yeah. Oh, I think they'll pay. Remember, it's going to, the tags, the cap's going up $13 million. Arizona would give every single bit of that $30 million to him to get him down there. Oh, imagine them with Von Miller. If if they're with Von Miller, we're watching Arizona celebrate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Either way, the, yeah, they, they've got to get some re-signings done. But much like um, Baltimore when they won a few years ago, a bit unexpectedly, they let a lot of guys walk and thought, you know, we've won it. Yeah, but they had to pay the quarterback. They did. I think Denver will bring back Von Miller at all costs. And I think Osweiler will be back in that system. He's got no market. He's not, what, the Bra- no. Well, he wants to go to the Browns. Yeah, he had nine. Good. What do you have? Six or seven games? Six games. And play, and play quite well. Yeah. Um, and I, they will, their offense will be instantly better yeah. with him starting. Big thing. I think, I think most, unless you're a Panthers fan and you're really bitter, I think everyone was happy to see Peyton Manning go out with two. No one's going to. Except for Eli, of course. It was, we didn't even discuss that. Did Can you we he- quickly touch on it? Did you hear his. His reasoning? His explanation was what I said. He's, I said he's that dumb that he's trying to think about the maths to what they have to do next. And yeah. that's what he said. He's like, there's no way. On, they've got to go for two. Exactly. They are a, such a close family. The difference is that he's an NFL quarterback and he's thinking an NFL quarterback. Was Peyton Manning celebrating yet? No. He no. didn't celebrate until they do- got the two points. He point. was doing the maths as well. Exactly. And that, I, I'm going to, it's not often I'll defend Eli Manning. But I will defend him. It looked ridiculous. It looked so bad, it looked and it so was bad. funny. But he's literally going. How's Cooper in the front seat? I know, he's throwing his nuts. kid up in the air. I know. They're going, and you know, <laughs> rightfully so. But he's doing the maths, going. Do they get the two point? Can Panthers come back? How do they do it? And if they show it about twenty seconds later, he's after they get the two point conversion, he's clapping and smiling. Yeah, basically because he's worked out they can't lose this. Yeah. So he was fine. I'll defend him. Well, one thing about Peyton Manning, because a lot of people say, oh, he's one of the worst quarterbacks ever to win. But and this year he was. Super Bowl. But you know what? How many Super Bowls has Ben Roethlisberger got? Two. How did he play in that first one? Awful. Absolutely 120 awful. yards and two picks. That's awful. way worse. Than, but Have you seen Tom Brady's remember? first one? No one cares. John Elway's last one was worse yeah. than this. Well, his first ones when he lost weren't much Better either. Exactly. He lost three before he won his last two. But what does everyone say? Hall of Famer, John Elway, two Super Bowls. Exactly. What are you going to say about Peyton Manning? Yeah. In 15 years' time, no one no will one's remember, remember how this happened. Stats. They'll remember Peyton Manning winning the Super Bowl, then retiring. Yeah. He's the got two. His brother's got two. Yeah. Exactly. He's a, he's a, he was a Hall of Famer before, but I'm glad in 20 years' time when we sit on this podcast and discuss Peyton, we'll be saying, yep, he won his two Super Bowls. He was a great quarterback. That's all we have to know. We'll know in our mind what happened, but... We don't care because I reckon it's fantastic. Yeah. Makes up for all the years the he two- should have won them. And the 200th win was really cool. Cherry, not, on, not top. cherry on top. Cherry on top. He should retire. He, he, oh, he definitely should. <laughs> Coming up next is Chris's betting corner. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table, 
and you are the sucker. Chris, it was great to have you at the Hawthorne, mate. Welcome in. Thank you. And I know we've been talking about Macca's all show, but I suddenly feel like Carl's Jr. a little bit now. I just saw an ad coming. How ridiculous is that ad? I wouldn't say ridiculous. Mate, that's their thing. Oh. Go look up all their classic I remember the ones. one from last year. That was a Super Bowl ad as well last yeah, year, wasn't it? Yeah, they do it all the time. Because so, uh, I've been seeing them on Australian ads. Are they coming to they, Australia? Yeah, they opened their first one on the Central Coast New South Wales You're this a week. franchise guy. You, I you, am. You getting them down? You getting them down to Melbourne? Uh, it's got nothing to do with me, but yes, they will be a franchise. They're planning to open 300 stores. Well, and the f- it's how long till we can have In-N-Out Burger? That's what I want. That's uh, I agree. But half of them, most of America can't of, get In-N-Out Burger. A lot of Carl's Jr. burgers don't really appeal to me very much. I don't so know. I've, if, I've I don't look at what I mean, is America, in them. I don't think I've ever had Carl's Jr. No, I'd never had them because they're, I had a look at what was in them and I thought, mm, that's probably not for me. They're big East Coast. Yeah. Big on the East Coast, Central, yeah. and the Midwest. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, hey, more, more of America that comes here, the better it is for us. Maybe a Carl Jr. want to sponsor the show. <laughs> If you're we'll, out there, Carl Jr., we'll take please do. We'll yeah, take your money. For sure. And then we can watch more ads. How we go this week, Chris? Well, last one. I was hoping... You both put all your money in last week, and we were hoping something big was going to happen, and in the end, no one went bust, which is probably... Probably a good thing. Well, Richie dominated the prop In the bets. end, you were being the nice guy, James. You were being the nice guy, and you said, you know what, Richie, you can have Actually, you can have Carolina. I, 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 I gave Carolina. you the option, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, you did. And you took Carolina. I'm not complaining. Yes. So you put a whole bunch of prop bets on. Uh, I think I think you, you started the week with uh, 17 and a bit thousand. You put yeah. just about half of it on prop bets, none of which you hit on, but then the rest of it went on to Denver at at, uh, what was it? 280. 280. So, in the end, you uh, you, you finished off with a handsome $27,000. Richie, you put... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Don't just brush past that. $27,000. $27,000. Yeah, unfortunately for you, it is all fake. <laughs> no, you said... Li- oh, you lied to me. I just realized. <laughs> anyway, how had Richie go? Richie started off 11,390. had a whole bunch of prop bets. Some of, that got a lot of some them. Some that hit. He some did pretty did, well. And he ended up with 11,202, pretty much exactly where you <laughs> started. <laughs> but that's still 6,000 more than you started the season with. So yeah, exactly. exactly. It was only because that early bet that to. James had, the one early bet in the season, was the, it happened? was the Colts. The, it was the, the Colts, Colts that's right. No, the Colts losing to Jacksonville. No, the Colts beating Jacksonville. I had a thousand on the beating because they were the underdog. Because remember, the Colts lost the first. And the game was never the same since Richie didn't take enough. uh, It's because I had a lot more value to bet with. Also, Richie, if he hits on a couple of his season bets, he had a lot of more. He had a lot of future bets. Say Arizona's defense don't shit the bed in the super in the championship game, they win. That's two shits, but. That's oh, right. three now. Oh, God, we're falling apart. <laughs> Next week. It's been a long season. Next week, I'm not even going to be bothered just bleeping them out. I'm not going to bleep out uh, the SH word, but even next week, it's just free for all. Next week's going to be fun, actually, because we're going to have a look back. What are back we doing? At, you said you got some plans for we're us. We're going to have a look back at your preseason predictions. We're going to have a listen back and see how you guys went with each of the teams. I've started listening back already. You're pretty spot on with some of them. Some of them you're very, very oh, far look, off. We're always going to miss a few. Exactly. And we're also going to be playing some of the funniest moments. And we've been playing them throughout the season anyway. We've played some uh, little grabs like. Uh, like this one from J.A. My life is a toilet. Or this one from Richie. <laughs> You're such a tool. Just stuff like that. A whole, bu- a whole bunch of grabs that we've got as well. So we'll play one next week. It'll be a um, celebration of the season. And even stuff and that Matty McKay is going to be in, I've heard. Matty McKay is going to make an appearance. Former, gonna are we going to say former to host? Can we say that? He former ma- fill-in host? Former fill-in. He was here for yeah, five minutes. That. Don't you disrespect me. He Love Matty. He's a busy man, Matty. you got he is. kids running. You know he named... 
his youngest son Chris. after James. Oh, J-A. really? J.A. Jr. It's J.A. Jr., which just makes me question a whole bunch of things. And I asked him, that's why was it because you love me, Maddie? And he said, no, my wife was adamant that that's what his name needed to be. J.A. Jr. Yep. J- it's legitimately J.A. It's not short for... No, it's James. No, it's James Arthur Jr. Mackay. It's not. It's. I don't even know what his middle name is, but it starts either. with A. It's James something A Mackay, but we just call him Jay Junior. Wow. Yeah. True story. But Maddie's going to be in next week. That's kind Ripper of guy. He'll wear all his Patriots gear, no doubt, or something from Gridiron Australia. One of the two, or both. Oh, he, he could do both. Uh, do you want to know the Super Bowl market for next oh, year Jesus. already? Yeah, I'll be putting money on Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, for sure. I reckon they'll get back. They got more chance than Denver. Give me a minute. I'll get I thought you had it up you. already. God, we she, can just talk he, about more cars. He Cars always does this. No. What are you having for dinner tonight? I actually don't know. I haven't spoken to my mum yet. She's uh, she's cooking tonight. <laughs> Last week was uh, I was cooking my uh, my chicken schnitzel and my roast potatoes, which was fantastic. But did, did, I, did I, I talk to you about how good it was? Do you know what, Chris? You, put you the couldn't chili flakes. Have not beat the stereotype more than what you did then. <laughs> you have to put the chili flakes on top of the potato, first of all, for when you're making the roast uh, potatoes. Yeah, you told, you and told then us. in the chicken, when you're cooking the crumb chicken, you put the, uh, the, the, the chili flakes in while you're cooking it so it cooks into the actual um, breadcrumbs. Beautiful oh. filler, Chris. Your nickname's now Donna Hay. Clearly the I'm hungry. odds for Super Bowl LI, which is what 51 will be, yep. Seattle, New England, and Pittsburgh are all favourites oh, at 8-1. Yeah, they'll get some back. Green Bay, 10-1. Arizona, 10-1. Carolina, 10-1. Oh, Carolina It then nice drifts out bet. to... Cincinnati at fourteen to one, Dallas at sixteen to one, Minnesota twenty to one, Indy twenty to one, KC twenty to one. Then it starts to really drift out. Um, Baltimore getting all their people back thirty to one, Buffalo thirty to one. Who else here can I take <laughs> notice of? My Me- crappy Bucks at fifty one. Oh, see this is cool. Los Angeles fifty to one. And who do you think's last? Browns. Two hundred to one. You know the what? Value, is it worth putting five bucks on the next? The next nearest, San Francisco, sixty to one. That's well, how far off. Well, they're not going to have. They, a, they have to take a quarterback, guys. In the next few weeks, we'll be getting into some draft review. We have to finish our season reviews. We'll touch on them next week as Free well. Free agents will happen after Free the league year coming. kicks off. The the NFL season is a twelve month game, so. Tune so in. I we'll keep be doing plenty this? Of, yeah, you don't yeah, We'll stop. take a couple of weeks off here and there. I won't. I'll never sleep. Well, while the, I'll never sleep while the NFL machine is churning. Want some value? Oakland, 50 to 1? Oh, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Either way, good Great Super season, Bowl. mate. Yeah, good terrific. season. Christaki, thanks for all, all your work. Yeah, and you better not stuff up next week. I want it to be really crisp show. It's not going to be that good. Uh, <laughs> don't sell yourself down. No, that, that's good. Undersell. Yeah. Over deliver. <laughs> And on that, thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at Jartha6594. Uh, he's happy to get into a Twitter ball with you if you want to have a go at him. You can also follow me Winner. at well, Richard03. Until next week for our silly wrap-up show, for James Arthur, for our producer Chris Tyler, I'm Richard Garraway. Thank you for listening. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Absolutely ridiculous.